Hey there, Casey. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Now, you know, we had our meeting, so I just want to go over with what we're talking about today as I remember it. Oh, okay. As you remember it, this should be good. Yeah. Okay, so we're starting off in Shittim, where the Moab factory is uh, churning out all of these, like, massive weapons of of destruction or something i don't know what the moab facility does but it's there doing its thing and the israelites are there but then the israelites they get seduced by the medianite person people and women in general and then the women are like come plow our asses like your god and then we'll we'll praise to this fertility god but but balaza boom B- bosom the bosom god but, okay and and so the israelite men uh, obviously go and plow the asses of these women while they <laughs> praise to ba- bazuma boom god and uh of course god is not pleased with this at all and neither is moses moses cannot stand the dick stench smell from the asses of the Midianite women. And so then God starts killing people, of course. You know, as all adults do, they just start, you know, killing his own chosen people. And uh, the thing that saves them, though, is actually uh, Aaron's son ramming his rod into both an Israelite man and woman as they're getting it on. Um, He just shoves his rod deep inside both of them and... (laughs) And then God's like, all right, yeah, that's fine. I'll stop killing it, 24,000 of you fucks. He killed him with the plague this time, too. So he basically gave him all AIDS. Is that The it? end. Oh. God loves you. <laughs> Honey, yeah. that particular story you just led us through, one, it was so wrong. And two, it was only Numbers chapter 5, verses 1 through 9. Oh, we're covering more than that today? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, maybe that's just the interesting part that I remember. What's up, heathens? Before we get into today's video, I just wanted to let you know about the Faithless Forum that's happening at the Dallas Children's Theater in Dallas, Texas. It's going to be going on on April 7th from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. A lot of us creators are going to be there to include me, Casey, Holy Kool-Aid, Telltale Atheist, Genetically Modified Skeptic, Anthony Magnabosco, and the Prophet of Zod. So if you want to come out, hang out with all of us, please come to the Dallas Children's Theater on April 7th. Tickets are only $20, and I hope to see you heathens there. What's up, heathens? How are y'all doing today? How you doing, Casey? I'm good. Hi, y'all. Hey. Uh, so today, of course, we're going through the Bible again. We're in Numbers chapter... What 25. The fuck ever, uh, 25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Uh, now, I didn't get everything completely wrong. There were several nuggets of truth in that. Well. More like dingleberries. What? <laughs> okay, so you were right about a little bit. there. I don't know what factory or facility you're talking about. That's not really a thing. The Shittim facility, you know. It's, I mean, mm. you know, when people eat stuff, they just, they just shit it out. No. They shit them out. 
Shittim is a biblical place, and yes, that's where they are. Um, but no, it's where it's where they go to 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 do the shits. No, it's where they go to um, take place in Moabite sacrifice to idols and other gods that aren't Yahweh. And they practice sexual morality, immorality, sexual immorality. Oh, that's the butt plowing I was talking about. Well, it doesn't specifically say what kind of sexual immorality. Oh, come on. We all know that in the Bible, anything other than missionary and for procreation is immoral. Well, I mean, I don't know. See, I have heard that the butt is the loophole. (laughs) Okay, yeah, it is the holy loophole. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Garfunkel and Oates, for giving us that. (laughs) So there's that. Um but yes, yeah, so they do this, and the the god that they're joining and worshiping is Baal of Peor, and and it's a fertility god, and so Yahweh, the Israelite god, is obviously going to be extremely pissed about this, right? Right. So he tells Moses that. They all have to die. Take all the leaders of these people, kill them and expose them in broad daylight before the Lord so that the Lord's fierce anger may turn away from Israel. But, but fuck me in the ass for Jesus. Well, we don't, we don't have Jesus yet. Oh, well. We're fucking in the ass for Baal right now. Fuck me in the ass for Baal. (laughs) You sing a lot. I do. I, I mean, singing, I like it. singing is a good, happy thing to do. I suggest to everybody, do it right now. Sing it. Fuck me in the ass for ball. Do it every day. Everybody, no matter, drop what you're doing and sing that out loud in the office please right don't, now. Please don't sing that in the office. You might get fired. That's terrible advice. The lawyers are advising that you do not do that. Um, not in a grocery store because there might be children around and just maybe don't do that tweet at godless engineer with any and all videos <laughs> of you doing this um also if you're gonna tweet him that shit i want to see it too <laughs> at g underscore caitlin thanks <laughs> okay <laughs> so anyway god starts a plague right he's pissed he starts a plague so well you know honestly i have to say this is a little bit better than giving snakes shoved up your ass at least i mean he's going with plague again i mean it's a repeat method of death right but the snakes were creative and can you imagine how much terror that would have caused like i i realize that the plague is scary and everything like that but people are sick and people are dying and like it's just gross like it's just gross but the snakes that shit is exciting. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't to the people that got bit. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't, but look, all they had to do is look up at the bronze snake and that then they were cured. Oh, so yeah. it doesn't matter. I, I forgot the magical cure of the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at a bronze snake. So do you want to know what the magical cure for the plague was? Oh my goodness, what? Well, so people who already died from plague obviously didn't get cured. People who had went, a plague obviously didn't get cured. However They went to hell. Well, Sheol, but they, or 80s, if you're <laughs> reading in the original Greek. Yeah. Just depends on which way you want to shake that. Well, so a guy stopped it. You want to know how he stopped the plague? How? Well, so this, the guy that stopped it is Phineas, and he is. Wait, wait, like Phineas and Ferb Phineas? Like, did he, like, build a time machine? And do you know what I'm talking about? 
Um, is it that silly cartoon thing that Xander watches? I don't know. I really yeah, try not to pay attention. When it's, it's the on. kid with the triangle head. I think that might be Phineas. That might be Ferb, and Phineas is the one that looks like Abe Lincoln, like height wise. I have no idea. I don't understand kids' television. Okay. Um, so, anyway. anyways, Phineas from Phineas and Ferb, he was there. <laughs> so he is Aaron's grandson. During the intro, you said he was a son. Not so. His grandson. Oh, grandson. Okay. Yes. That makes so much sense. He's Elizar's son. Aaron's son. Yeah. Son, grandson. Okay. So what he does is he, an Israelite man brought to his family one of these Midianite women. <gasps> that fucker. Yeah. So he brings her. Everybody at the dinner table was like, you know she does anal. I mean, <laughs> we smell it from here. Well, ew. Ew. And <laughs> ew. Um, it's... <laughs> You're welcome. Stop. It's not just her that, or it's not just his family that he brings her to. Uh, he brings her in front of Moses and the whole assembly. So everybody is, of course, aghast, right? And so Phineas decides to, well, and he takes her to the tent of the meeting, which, you know, nobody's allowed to go to the tent of the meeting. Like, that shit is just fucking crazy. Oh, motherfucker fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So Phineas goes, grabs a spear goes up to the tent and drives the spear straight through both of them at the same time. Oh, that's where I was getting. He takes his rod and he shut. Okay. Uh, I, it's a spear, not his rod. Well, I mean, he was probably plowing her with his rod before, but not Phineas, the Israelite. <laughs> <laughs> He's not plowing her now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what they were doing in the tent, but Phineas stopped whatever it was by killing both of them. So, God was like, fuck these people. Yeah, God was like, this is the kind of stuff I like. I like how you think, Phineas. And so he stops the plague. Oh, that's the magical cure. So just just so that you guys understand, magical cures for the Bible. One is, uh, you know, bronze snake on a staff. Two, driving a spear through two people fucking. So remember this the next time we have like Ebola or something. All you gotta do is find somebody fucking and kill them. No, our lawyers are telling us that you cannot do that. Please, nobody go out there right now and do that. But what you can do is sprinkle blood and oil on your dick. Well, yeah, that's obvious after, you know, you get leprosy dick. Yep. Okay. So... The plague is over. 24,000 people died of the plague this time. You know, if God keeps killing off people like this, they're not going to have any more people. You know what this is really making me think about? What? Ken Ham. Why? Well, Nothing makes me think of Ken Ham. <laughs> well, no. Uh, but one, one particular thing makes me think of it. And that one particular thing is uh, how he says that evolution is a religion of death. Right? He he claims that death is the primary driver of evolution and all this other stuff. When I, I believe in actuality, this is another one of those backwards like concepts that these Christians put out. And because, and, I mean, the Christian religion, well, the Ju- Judea, or, um, uh, Jude- uh, Judaism is a blood death cult. Yeah. I mean, it, that's literally what, it, uh, when you read the Bible, I mean, it, it is based on death. Like, God just loves to kill people. So I, it's another one of those things where I just really don't understand why they can project that much and not realize that they are indeed projecting their own insecurities of their faith onto something else. 
That made a whole lot more sense than I'm used to for this particular show. <laughs> it's like it's it's another one of those old school moments with Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the Lord says to Moses, Phineas, son of uh, Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, has turned my anger away from the Israelites, for he was as zealous as I am for my honor among them. So that my zeal, I did not put an end to them. Therefore, tell him I am making my covenant of peace with him. He and his descendants will have a covenant of lasting priesthood because he was zealous for the honor of his God and made atonement for the Israelites. So basically, God is is giving Phineas uh, all of this shit because he killed two people. No, no, he's not. Well, yeah, he's like a covenant of peace and a covenant of priesthood. And yeah, he's like, you did right by me. So I will always do right by you and your descendants. So Phineas is basically a hitman. Oh, well, he, I mean, he killed people and he got paid for it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. He, the first hitman. Well, I'm sure he was not the first. No, near the first. I mean, it's the Bible. So, I mean, it's right. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um, so then it talks about the name of the dead couple. If you if you really want to know, the the Israelite man was Zimri, son of Salu, the leader of a Simonite family. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I am not gonna remember that. <laughs> so, Zimizu. That's who that's what we're at. Zimi. Z- Zimri. Z- Zimizu. Zimri. Z- Zimri. Zimri. All right, let's get back to Zimmy Zoo. For God's sake. Um, so <laughs> the Midianite woman who was put to death was Cosby, daughter of Zur, a tribal <laughs> chief of the Midianite family. Wait a second. Her name was Cosby? <laughs> that was the woman that died? Yeah. Maybe it was because she slipped roofies in the Israel. <laughs> let's drink. I mean, I'm just saying. C O Z B I. Uh, no, Co- no, that was that was Cosby. Well, that's C O Z B I. That's how you spell it. Yeah, Cosby. All right, Cosby died. I'm sure a lot of women are happy right now. Okay, so the Lord said to Moses, "Treat the Midianites as enemies and kill them, because they treated you as enemies when they deceived you in an affair of Peor and their sister Cosby, uh, the daughter of the Midianite leader." <laughs> <laughs> the woman who was killed when the plague came as a result of Peor. <laughs> okay, so basically they are getting, um, they are being treated, like the Midianites are being treated like enemies for just mingling with the Israelites and some of the Israelites decided to worship Baal, Badam Baal, or whatever the name was. Baal. Baal. Sounds like a goat god. <laughs> Baal. <laughs> can you? Can, I, I could just uh, imagine Jim Brewer up there and his goat man uh, thing. Have, you don't know who I'm talking about? No. He he was on Saturday Night Live and he had this character he played that was a goat boy or goat man or something. And oh yeah. He would go ma and you know that would just be one of his sticks that he did and it's like Maul. Ball. Mall. Yeah. That's what that's what happened. And and that's Numbers chapter twenty five. So we're moving on to Numbers chapter thirty one. Uh the Lord said to Moses, Take vengeance on the Midianites for the Israelites. After that you will be gathered to your people. 
So Moses said to the people, arm some of your men and go to war against the Midianites and carry out the Lord's vengeance on them. Oh, yeah, I forgot because this guy's jealous as fuck. Continue. Yeah, so he tells um, he tells all the tribes of Israel, send them into war with a thousand men from each of the tribes of Israel. So it's 12,000 men, 12 tribes of Israel, right? All right, hold on. I'm doing the math. 12 tribes, 12,000. Uh, 12, okay. You, um, you didn't write anything down. Do I need to write anything? <laughs> no, but you pretended to, which I think is funny because no one can see you but me. <laughs> Well, right, and if you hadn't have said this entire bit, people would think I actually wrote it down. So oh, thank oh. you. Now I have to actually write it down. Write down 12,000 men from 12 tribes of Israel. Got it. 1,000 men a tribe. Okay. Um, so they take articles from the sanctuary and trumpets for signaling, you know, they're crazy shit. So they fought against Midian as the Lord commanded Moses and killed every man. And for whatever reason, even though they killed all of the men of this entire group of people, they called out five victims in particular, uh, mainly because they were the kings of Midian. You ready? Among their victims were Evie, Reckham, Zer, Her, and Reba. Well, Reba, like are you, like McIntyre? Well, it, well, it wasn't for... Reba McIntyre specifically, but, but maybe her namesake. I'm not really sure. Was I she mean... a Jew? I, I don't know. She, I mean, she does kind of have a big nose. <laughs> she that was probably she. She's probably had a nose job. Okay. Well, um, first we got Phineas from Phineas and Ferb. Now we got Reba McIntyre in here and Evie. Yeah. Evie, if you guys don't know, is a Pokemon. I don't know why a Pokemon is a freaking king of the Midianites, but they they fucking skin that thing. And Wreckham. I think he's related to Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That seems like a guy that plows the assholes of people. <laughs> Get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wreck them. <laughs> what are you going to do with all these prisoners? I'm going to wreck them. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, Zer and Her. Yeah, well, Zer, Zer and Her have, uh, I don't know, they get, a, they get a weird thing going on there. Do they? Okay, well, so those are the five kings of Midian. They also killed Balaam, son of Baor, with the sword. Now, if you remember from last week, Balaam is the guy that Balak hired, or Barack Obama, according to GE, uh, hired to curse the Israelites and who wouldn't. So, exactly why is God killing this guy that followed his rules? Well, God's not killing him. The Israelites are killing him. God just told him to. Well, yeah, I, but I'm, I come on. Well, I mean, he was there. Well, yeah, I mean, he's everywhere, honey. No, obviously. I didn't mean God was there. I meant <laughs> Balaam was there. Well, yeah, but don't you think, like, I mean, I don't know. I would If I was God, I'd be like, hey, bro, Israelites coming in here to, like, fuck everybody up. You might want to bounce. Well, he probably took part in their idolatry of another god. Well, yeah, but God knew that beforehand. I mean, God knew that in the last chapter, God knew that he was already worshiping other gods as long as well as Yahweh. Well, yeah, but he hadn't led Israel to worship other gods to that point, And now he has. Mm. So he's fucked. He's Wait. wrecked. <laughs> yeah, but Reckham didn't do it. You don't know. You don't know. Um, so here's what they did. They captured all of the Midianite, Midianite women and children and took them... Uh, with them, including all the Midianite herds, flocks, and goods as plunder. They burned all the towns where the Midianites had settled and burned all of their camps. 
They took all of the plunder and spoils, including the people and animals, and brought the captive spoils and plunder to Moses and Eleazar, the priest and the Israelite assembly at their camp on the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. Mm, Okay. So Moses met them, well, Moses and Eleazar met them outside of the camp, right? Mm -hmm. Met all the troops and everything outside the camp. And Moses was really pissed with the commanders of the army. Do you want to guess why? Um, let's see. Um, did they not kill enough people? They didn't kill the women. And that okay. was the problem. I mean, I thought that they were to take the women for sexual slavery. No, they were supposed to kill everybody. So they spared the women and the children, which is a problem because, well, first of all, you know, the women's, unless they haven't slept with a man, they're unclean. And because, you know, they would have been fucked by a Midianite who didn't have the tip of his dick cut off. So that's a problem. Okay, I don't understand why that's a problem. I mean, you really like speaking from like a cultural perspective, you just kind of have to wait to make sure that they're not pregnant with a Midianite child. But I mean, even after that fact, it was a problem. Well, well, obviously it's a problem for dumbass reasons, but I'm just I'm just saying that they didn't have to kill him. They could have waited, but no, they willingly opt to kill people for no good reason. Well, the good reason is God told them to. They weren't supposed to spare the women. They weren't supposed to spare the children. They were supposed to kill everyone, and they uh, didn't. I don't know. I, maybe it's my own like morality getting in the way, but I mean, well, that just honey, seems pretty funny. You know you can't have morality without God. Well, obviously, they don't have fucking morality with God because they, they're they <laughs> opting to kill people for no good reason, but not just people in general, kids. Right. Like, Moses is mad because they didn't kill kids. Yes. Well, so here's the problem. So if the, I mean, the kids, especially the boy kids, right, they'll grow up to be men. And most of them unless they are too young to remember, will remember and likely hold vengeance in their hearts and do something bad to the Israelites later. So instead of it coming to back to bite them in the ass years later, they'd rather just kill them now. It makes their lives easier. Don't well, you know anything about still, revenge? <laughs> it's still killing kids. It is. It is. So here's what they do. Um, Moses tells them, kill all of the boys. So the boy kids, they get killed. So this guy, Moses, who's supposed to be a founding father of the United States by a- some standards. According to textbooks in Texas. Right. Ordered the mass killing of small children. Yes. Okay. Well, just I mean, he was just there. carrying out God's orders. So he was kind of the middleman. He's middle management. Okay, look, that... Upper excu- middle management. Well, no, look, that excuse would not work today, so it it's not working for me now. Okay. Well, so then you'll be glad to hear that they also killed all of the women that had slept with a man. Well, fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, still, that's that they're, they're willingly opting to do it. I know at this point they're just trying to obey God, but... Mm. But I still feel like that's a really shitty thing because, I mean, if you have you have a guy now that does that exact same thing, that is not a good enough reason. God told me to kill all these fucks. Yeah. Oh, okay, sir. Well, we've got a padded cell for you. <laughs> well, so they left some alive. Not they. They left girls, little girls, 
alive who had never slept with a man. Oh, so that they could fuck little girls. Well, so, yeah. But it's interesting. And I'll get, when we get to the, well, we'll just do it right now since this is what we're talking about. In this particular book, The Daily Bible, um, that we're reading from, it has, like, summary sections at the beginning and at the end of each section and and sometimes in the middle. Normally I don't read them um, because we're just covering the Bible and not somebody's take on it. But I thought that this apologetic was really interesting because at the beginning of this section, they talk about how this part is kind of hard for some people to accept, right? Because they see their God as a loving God, as a forgiving God. And so they don't really understand and find it difficult to accept that God would order this to happen, right? So so you're telling me they have a box that's labeled Cognitive Dissonance Guide. Yes. <laughs> so here's what this one says. One might like to believe that the orders to kill were those of Moses acting on his own because they don't want to believe, you know, that God did this. But there is every reason to believe that Moses acted at God's direction. The question then arises, how can a loving God either direct or condone such an action? The answer is undoubtedly very complex. As for the women, it was they who turned the Israelites away from the Lord at Peor. So it was the women's fault that this happened to begin with. So that's why they had to die. Wait, wait, you know, that works on multiple levels because, I mean, you could blame Eve for all this shit in the first place, well, right? Well, we, yeah, we, they do blame Eve for this shit in the first place because if Eve wouldn't have done what she did, then we wouldn't have original sin. Yeah, and then these people are the first ones to, the the, the women here are the first ones to, okay, I get it. So just blame women. I mean, but, yeah. I mean, that's what most religions blame women for everything. <laughs> like, that's not an uncommon thing. No, I don't think it's uncommon. I'm just saying. I'm just wanting to point this out for people that are listening. Okay. So, as for the young boys, here's what it says. Perhaps they would have presented a continuing threat to Israel as they grew into manhood. Such a threat would indeed be confirmed some years later when the Midianites from other areas engage in war against Israel. Um, The young girls, on the other hand, were to be taken as slaves into the homes of the Israelites, where they would at least be spared inevitable spiritual enslavement. Of the sensuous worship of Balal Peor. I love how they're painting the slavery of young girls, which, let's be honest here, it's sexual slavery. Well, so the next sentence, there is no suggestion that Moses meant for the Israelites to take them as wives or concubines. Are you kidding me? No. (laughs) Then why would it matter? Okay, listen, seriously. If it wasn't for sexual slavery, mm-hmm. why on earth would they kill the people that have are or the women that have already known a man? I have if, no idea. It if, makes no if, sense. Yeah, why 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 is this the apologetic? Then because if this was if this made sense and this is where the explanatory power fails mm-hmm. for this particular apologetic is um then they would have kept the women that you know, had known the touch of a Midianite man because yes. it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't it, have mattered. No, not at all. So this entire apologetic is bullshit. Yes, I agree. Um, and then it continues. But even these possible explanations are not easy to accept in order to appreciate more fully God's actions. It is necessary to understand the level of moral consciousness of the times. <laughs> the level of moral consciousness? Yeah, so the next part goes into, among the nations of this era, wars and revenge 
uh, involve the total destruction and confiscation of property and either extermination or enslavement of the people they took over and that that was commonplace and expected. So it was fine. So you're trying to tell me that this omnibenevolent and, and omniscient God is confined to the morals of the people at the time? Uh, yeah. Okay, that doesn't make sense at all. Uh, I would think that if God has any kind of moral sense, uh, like he's supposed to have in the New Testament, I would think that he would have it here and be like, well, fuck all of these morals that these people have. We're operating our shit differently. You understand there, Moses? Well, and, and it goes on to talk about how the fact that the the women and children were saved from death initially indicates that an exception was made to customary practices of the time uh, because the Israelite people were better. Okay. So then they, they, they killed um, like Moses's action to kill the boys and the women who had known men um, that took on a, an increased respectability for the Israelites, basically that they weren't so merciful. Um, which would give them more respectability from other people. Oh, okay. So you're telling me <laughs> that they're, they're um, needlessly killing of innocent people gave them more street cred? Yes. And that's why they did it? Yes. That's exactly like a gang out there killing a family of four so that it will boost their street cred and be and so that other people will be like, oh, we don't fuck with him. He kills everybody when you piss him off <laughs> yeah so i mean that's essentially what they did and so i just found those particular apologetics interesting and that's why i wanted to read this part that i normally don't read well it just it, it, this really flies in the face of like a an all good god i mean of course beforehand god was killing the israelites needlessly mm -hmm. you know he was shoving snakes up their asses or having them being swallowed by a sarlacc pit in the middle of the desert well or... in the 24,000 israelites they died justifiably because some of the israelites slept with women and worshiped some other god yeah, so I mean, ob obviously this is not a good God in in the Old Testament, but you also have to understand the apologetics and, and, and the actual dogma of it because you know Jesus uh, is supposed to be God in the New Testament, but but even so, God is the same past, present, and future. Yeah, at all times. So I mean, but not the same because the Old Testament doesn't apply. Well, right. <laughs> Obviously, only the Ten Commandments. The mental gymnastics that you have to do to be a Christian is really crazy to me, especially because I, and this, some people are going to take this as mean, um, but I don't really think that they're smart enough to, you know, come up with something really good. <laughs> well, I, I don't think that it's, a, it's, it's necessarily intellect here that's lacking. I honestly think that it's just... I think that it's the cognitive dissonance is so strong that it causes them to rationalize this way despite being more intelligent. I feel like at this point, religion causes you to dumb yourself down. It does real mental harm to somebody because you have to dumb yourself down. You have to be that cognitively dissonant well, about you, your beliefs. Well, you do because I mean, this person is even saying, I understand this is hard to accept. And like your human 
con- like your your human conscience that isn't given to you by religion just your humanity is telling you this is wrong what this god is doing is wrong but here's why it's not so bad and i'm just gonna explain it away and you're gonna believe what i tell you because god is good well i mean just think about applying this kind of good logic or whatnot that god is exemplifying to today like to to current present day. I mean, what if you had a band of Christians that was going out there killing like other people that were worshiping other gods? Mm-hmm. Like you just had somebody in one town go and kill and and enslave an entire other town and take all of the little girls that that hadn't seen a, a man's dick and uh, you know and and but took see, them for slaves. I but mean, see, that's not common practice of today. So they're saying, "I'm how about this?" Somebody go. Oh, no, we can't talk about that on YouTube. We'll get in trouble. (laughs) I was just trying to use some violent act that happens often today, like once every couple days in the United States to school children. You know, something common. Yeah, I think that that you get the whole point that we're trying to make is that apparently God is is um, being like. Ad, it's like um, a post hoc assertion that God is constrained by the moral standards of the time, and that's why it's like that. If you go from a actual historical uh, like basis for it, yeah, they were savages back then. We are better now, and we know that it's it's not a good thing now as far as society goes, working cohesively as you know. Uh, you know, a human population to not kill each other like that. But a God then would know that that's not the way to be. Exactly. So, <laughs> so he should have taught them better, would have made them better. Like, it's just ridiculous to think that this God didn't understand the ways of the future that are better. Like, that's just absurd. You are... They're basically taking the power away from their God when they're talking about it like this. So I don't know. I just find it interesting. Do you want to move on with the story? Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I it's get fine. really passionate about that. So anyway, now because they've gone out and killed a fuck ton of people, they can't enter the camp until they're purified. So yay for purification rituals. Get out your blood and spray it on your dick. Well, they have to take away the blood. That's part of the problem. So, oh, oh. Yeah. I forgot all the slaughter and shit. So um, we're in Numbers chapter 31, 19, and it says all of you who have killed anyone or touched anyone who was killed, because remember, touching dead bodies was bad, right? Yeah. And, and mainly that was because a lot of times when people died, they would die of a sickness. So it was good practice not to touch them because of things they didn't understand at the time scientifically. But anyway, so anyone who killed anyone or touched anyone who was killed has to stay outside the camp for seven days. On the third and seventh days, they must purify themselves and their captives. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to purify every garment as well as everything made of leather, goat hair, or wood for some reason. Those three <laughs> things in particular. Um, and then the priest said the soldiers who had gone into battle, this is a requirement of the law the Lord gave Moses, which we haven't gotten to the laws yet. I can't wait till we get to the laws. I hope we're really, really close. I think we are. Um, got a gold, silver, bronze, iron, tin, lead, and anything else that can withstand the fire must be put through the fire and then it will be clean. Um, it, but it must also be purified with wa- the water of cleansing. And whatever cannot withstand the fire must be put through the water. On the seventh day, wash your clothes and you will be clean. And then you may come back into the camp. Well, you got to love these purification rituals because they make so much fucking sense. Yeah. It's like, it, I don't know. It's like, go to a party on Friday, play poker on and fuck a hooker on Saturday and go to church and confess on Sunday and you're fine. Like, well, Yeah. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, consider if you think about how the priests were actually ordained by being soaked in blood. I mean, it, I don't know why God has a problem with the blood now, other than the fact that it's not animal blood. Apparently, he needs animal blood to masturbate. Human blood is just a little too sticky. Well, it's the blood of the enemy. Well, right. They have to be purified because they have the blood of the enemy on them. Oh, so God just doesn't like the blood of the enemy getting right. near his little fuck toys. Right. I guess. Yeah. So, purified. Everybody's purified. Seven days. Everybody's back in the camp. So now they get to divide the spoils, right? Yeah. We got to figure out what to do with all this shit. So, you will be shocked at how much shit they have. It's unbelievable. So, let's see. Um, divide the spoils between the soldiers who took part in the battle and the rest of the community from the soldiers who fought in the battle set apart as a tribute for the Lord, one out of every 500, whether persons, cattle, donkey, sheep, or goats take this tribute for their, from their half and share and give it to Eleazar, the priest as the Lord's part from the Israelites half select one out of 50, whether persons, cattle, donkey, sheep, goats, or other animals, give them to the Levites who are responsible for the care of the Lord's tabernacle. So Moses and Eleazar, the priests, did as the Lord had commanded. The plunder remaining from the spoils that the soldiers took was 675,000 sheep, 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkeys, and 32,000 women or girls who had never slept with a man. Well, of course, because, you know, totes not for sexual things. Right. So half of the share of those who fought in the battle was 337,500 sheep, of which the tribute for the Lord was 675, 36,000 cattle, of which the tribute for the Lord was 72, 30,500 donkeys, of which the tribute for the Lord was 61, and 16,000 women and girls, which of which the tribute for the Lord was 32. So I'm kind of wondering, you think they kill all this shit? Well, I don't know. I don't think that they'd kill all the girls. I think that they would probably do a whole lot of sacrificing of the animals, but I don't think that they'd kill the girls. Otherwise, they would have just lumped them in with the girls that had known the touch of a man. They would just kill them then. So I think that they're keeping the girls for sexual slavery. Even the Lord's girls? Um, Like, what would you do with the Lord's things? Well, I mean, the priests. Fuck those. Well, the priests have their own. These these are the side bitches. Oh, oh, okay. The priest's side bitches. Makes total <laughs> sense. Um, 
so I'm not going to go through the other half because it's crazy. They're the same numbers. Um, so they select one out of every 50 persons or animals as the Lord commanded them to give to the Levites who are responsible for the care of the Lord's tabernacle. So the Levites got their own shit, right? Um, so then they had to go through all of the gold articles that were acquired, all this, you know, the precious metals and all of those other kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So they counted it all up, took all of their stuff and the, the gift that was presented to the Lord ended up being 16,750 shekels of gold. And that comes from armlets, bracelets, earrings, rings, uh, necklaces, all kinds of shit. And that was to make atonement. That's a lot of gold. Yeah. Yeah. So. God, God loves his bling. I mean, I don't know if you guys can picture it right now, but God's just up in heaven and he's got his fucking bling around his neck and he's like his yo gang- gangsta chains yeah and he's like flipping gangsta signs i mean i'm not gonna flip them when you can't see them plus i don't want somebody to shoot me so after they did all of this it's been 40 years since the last census right you remember when they first counted everybody in the israelite community well everybody that counted men over the age of 20 right mm-hmm. it's been 40 years since then and not a single person um, that was counted in the original census is still living. Oh, wow. Save Moses and Aaron and Caleb. You remember Caleb that God saved? Yeah. Okay. So that's it. Everybody else was either a child at the time and not counted. Wait, I thought Aaron died on the whore mountain. Oh, yeah, that's right. Aaron's not there anymore. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, he died on a whore. Yeah. So, but Moses is there. Right. Yeah. Because he cannot live anybody. <laughs> so they do the same kind of count, men over twenty, for each tribe. I am not going to go through all of the numbers with you for every single tribe, but I'll give you a little bit of summary. So you know they they have people that they've taken on from the towns and cities and regions that they've killed everybody and plundered. They've been people that they've taken on. So. Um, but again, those people aren't going to count because that's mostly women, but we have births and deaths and all those other kinds of things. Again, nobody is alive that was in the original one. So we have to do it all over again. So there are fewer Israelites than there were 40 years ago. Well, I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, you had like the 666,000, the devil's number like 40 it, years ago. It was 605,000. We keep, oh. I keep telling you this. But we don't have that many fewer, which is shocking to me, given that God kills off 29,000 with a plague, 14,000 with a plague. Like, he kills off thousands of people with plagues at a time. Well, yeah, but that's because life doesn't matter to God. He just kills whatever whenever he gets pissed off, and then he stops for, like, seemingly random fucking reasons. Yeah. So, anyway, it's not that much fewer. 601,730 is the number of Israelite men over the age of 20. Okay. Um, Some tribes have fewer men than before and some tribes have more. Um, So this census that they do right now provides the basis for dividing the land of Canaan once it's occupied by the Israelites. So this is how they're going to do it. Okay. Okay. Um, they also, they, they figure out how to divide up the land. 
Um, larger groups are given larger inheritances, smaller groups given smaller inher inheritances. So it's equal by percentages, you know. So basically the smaller groups are like, we should have fucked more. <laughs> well, yeah, or maybe we shouldn't have sinned so much so God killed all of us. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't have done those things that caused us to get killed by our Lord and Savior. Yeah. Um, the Levites were also, again, numbered separately, just as they were before. Um, all the male Levites a month old or more numbered 23,000. Um, and they were not counted among the others because they received no inheritance because, you know, they take they take part. Um, so, yeah, we already went over the fact that everybody else was dead um, except for Caleb um, and and Moses. Everybody else that was counted in the desert of Sinai is gone from 40 years ago. Yay! And that's and that's just the next day, and so now we're done, right? Yeah, so actually today we did two days worth because I wasn't going to read through all of the numbering again because it's it's just irritating, and you don't want to hear it. I don't want to do it, and you don't want to hear it, so. and Well, I mean, it's not all that important to the story of the Bible. Like, it is important, but, like, the bare facts are important. Like, you know, how they split up the lands in Canaan when they when they came to occupy them and how many Israelites they were there were. Right. So if you want to go and read it, you are welcome to read it. Numbers chapter 26. And you can read all of the numbers and how and how some tribes grew and some tribes are smaller and all that. You can you can read all of that yourself. Yeah, it's basically like an accountant got a hold of Moses's <laughs> diary and just started like, well we gotta we gotta make sure people know about this. This shit's important. Yeah. Because you know for the accountant who's the only thing that he does is make, make sure the the counts are right he's just gonna okay well this is important because this is all i fucking do <laughs> yeah so next week um we're gonna go over joshua being named as a successor for moses and that's numbers chapter 27 you know i i love how it, like any bible tv reenactment or whatnot that you see, they blow past Moses in all of his fucking glory. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, they cover, of course, his exodus out of out of uh, Egypt, Egypt right? but then they just chalk up the rest of the time as, oh, we're just fucking wandering around here. Oh, look, there's Joshua. He's coming. And then it, well, Joshua. Well, mainly that's because in the Bible, they skip the 40 years. You remember the, if they skip from the point when... You know, they build the tabernacle and all of that. They skip from that all of the wandering until about the last year before they enter Canaan. And the last year is kind of what we've been going through. Well, no. All of them killing everybody. Well, no, I mean, they, they, they don't cover the killing of everybody. Of course they wouldn't. I mean, why would they? <laughs> that's part that's hard to accept. So we're just going to we're just going to put on the blindfold here and move on past it. Well, yeah, well, I mean, just for reference, which I know we're getting on in time here, but just for reference, the, the Bible miniseries that the quote-unquote history channel put on, they ended it with Moses basically collapsing after he gets the Ten Commandments and, like, Joshua runs up to him 
mm-hmm. and like cradles him like he's a fucking baby. Yeah. And then cuts to Joshua like fucking marching around, leading Jericho. them into Canaan. Yeah. yeah. And and so I mean they basically talk about how well Moses lived on, but Joshua took his place, and they they summarize that entire thing with that. Yeah, and they, <laughs> and they don't they don't talk about how all of these lands were already occupied by literally millions of people. Um, I mean, they're killing a lot of people as they go through the land, and that is all left out for obvious reasons. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I think that this particular book in the Bible, Numbers, I think that any Christian has to be able to be okay with God ordering the deaths of children. And I mean, you, I mean, this would be something good to bring up, like in, uh, I don't know, if you're having an argument about how good God is or something like that, bring up the fact that he orders children to be killed. Well, this is not the only time in the Bible that God orders children to be killed. No, there's the the flood and then, you know, after or, or even after that, there's multiple times. And getting torn apart by bears. Well, yeah, and that comes later. It I does, was, I was but thinking it's of still. Thing, well, I was thinking of things that we've led up to this point. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, remember the town that they came to where they circumcised all of the men and boys and then came back three days later and killed them all? Killed them all. Did the mm-hmm. exact same thing that they did this time with the Midianites. Yep, took the women. Of course, God, to be fair, that particular time, God didn't order that. Remember, the three brothers did that themselves. So, you know, and Moses was mad, but God did. Well, no, no, it wasn't Moses that time. It was Jacob. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. Jacob was mad about that. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, the other, you know, people in the area are going to be pissed. Well, so in order to keep the Israelites protected from all of the other people in the area, God just destroyed all the other villages and killed all the rest of the people. <laughs> but you got to wonder if God destroys everybody around these fucks all the time, why are they constantly having to fight other fucks? I don't know. But, you know, the interesting thing is that not a single Israelite died in this. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't. Yeah. Uh, unless it was God's doing. God killed a lot of those fuckers with that plague. No, I just, no, I mean after when they went into Moab to oh, kill all yeah. the people, not a single Israelite died. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. They all returned. I'm just saying they don't die unless God wants to torture them. Yeah. Anyways, heathens, I hope that you'll join us next time. We're going to be going over some lovely shit, more blood and guts and glory. Mm-hmm. Um... Be sure to thank your senator for the uh, Moses thing uh, being in the Texas textbooks. I don't think senators had anything to do with that, though. No, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, they voted on it. They yeah. did. Not, not, not federal. So yeah, ju- ju- the state senators. Well, right. The Congress. They had to vote on the allowing the new textbooks and stuff. So yeah. Anyway, uh, but that was like, um, what, 2015? I think they yeah, got the so- new textbooks. Yeah, anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there real quick. But anyways, heathens, I hope that you're having a lovely night, day, weekend, whenever you happen to be listening to this. Yes, and don't forget, y'all, stand up and use your voice. We will see you heathens later. Bye, y'all.